Are you ready to have the best 2022 ever? Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year's. How are you? So today we are live sharing with you a special broadcast about how to set goals for 2022. But we want to share with you how to do it by faith and how to do it by love, how to do it with biblical principles. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to say welcome. Uh, my name is Kathy McReynolds. And what we do is we help you build a business with biblical principles. So guys, grab a pen, grab a paper. And this is definitely going to be an afternoon delight for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a few seconds here and share this out to our group. And I'm going to ask you to do the same thing because we are we have some great stuff for you today. I, I, I'm praying that this will um, help impact your life and help impact your business in 2022 and beyond. So if you can go ahead and do me that same favor and uh, share it out, we would greatly appreciate it. All right, we got it shared there, and I'm going to share it one more place. Let me know what you are excited about for 2022. What it like? What are what are your goals? What do you want to do? What do you want God to bless you with? So we got a lot of exciting stuff that we're going to share with you. We're going to talk about how to set goals by faith for 2022 and beyond. And I'm going to dive right in. I want this to be a great afternoon delight for you. So let me um, switch this over and go over here to our PowerPoint and we can go ahead and get this started for you so we can uh, make some things happen. All right. So today, as I said, we're going to talk about how to set goals from love by faith for 2022. And we're coming today from Proverbs 16 and 9. It says we should make plans counting on God to direct us. Like how many of us set plans, but it's not even like, okay, it's our plans, but how many, how many, how often do we say, okay, God, I'm making these plans, but direct my steps. You know, that is the word. And part of what we do is teach you how to build a business with biblical principles. So if you got questions or comments as we go along, I can't see them right now, but do me a favor, go ahead. As you have them, put them in the comment section. And then once we get, once I get done to the end, we will go back and answer those. And if you're catching this during the replay, make sure you do the same thing as well, guys. We want to impact you in 2022 and beyond. And trust and believe after 25 years of being in business, I know it starts with this point right here. It starts with knowing what you want, having a plan to go out and make it happen, but most importantly, putting God in the mix of that. So today, here's what you're going to discover. You, did you know, let me, before I go into it, did you know that more people struggling with setting goals than they do accomplishing them? Like it's a big deal for people to literally set down and set goals. Now, normally, like if I'm running one of my offices that we used to have a financial service office, we would do this like after Thanksgiving in the month of December to help people. And it would literally be a three or four week process to help them get their goals in writing, get those goals um, on paper and get those goals in picture. So today we're just doing a deep dive and helping you in the short period of time here. But if you want more details about how 
you can build a business with biblical principles, including more details on the goal setting system that we're going to share with you. Make sure you go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, download the free report, and then book a call with me and we can go over that. See, it takes a strong desire and will to do what to will to do to do want have and become something that is not average and ordinary outside of your circle and your present situation. You have to sit down and actually think about what God wants you to do with your lives and your business. And that's generally the hardest part for most people. And as and with that being said, and the biggest separator between those who have and who have not, those who create above average and moderately successful lives. That's the difference there. It's all in goal setting and those who have that abundant and blessed lifestyle. So it starts with writing things that, well, first you got to think it. And then we say, you got to uh, say, say it and you got to ink it. Like even in the book of Genesis, God said, let there be light. And there were like God said, everything is God said. So he knew he already did the thinking process to know what he wanted to happen. So that's part of what we're going to share with you today. And, and the Bible is very vocal about goal setting. In the book of Proverbs, it speaks about setting goals. It says if you're if in Proverbs 11, 27, it says if your if your goals are good, you'll be respected. Like people admire people who set goals and hit goals. That's the whole key thing. And the only way you're going to hit something is just not by accident that you build a business, not by accident that you buy the house or the car or whatever you want. You set a goal to that. But when you write it down and you say it and you do the things that we're going to share with you today, I promise you it will take your life to a whole new level. And in uh, Proverbs 16, 9 says we should make plans counting on God to direct us. I just shared that one with you. So today we're going to share how to be how to be how to set goals and not only set them but reach them from love. See, that's the key and I'm going to talk about that as we go on and also by faith, both personal and for business. You can use this for both. And so if you want to know more about what we talked about guys, just as I said, I'm going to, you know, give you a thousand foot view in you know the next 30 to 40 minutes here, but go to biblebusinessacademy.com download that free report and let's make 22 the best year for you. Because if you stick around to the end, I promise you, you're going to get some exclusive access to how to launch uh, a six-figure online plus business and how to do that with faith, either through our membership program or through our academy. And I will also tell you how we can send this training and some gifts right to your front door so that it can help you grow in your faith and finances. See what this leads to, which most people desire is more fun, more freedom, and more fulfillment. And our goal is to impact thousands of people in the year 2022 and to help them to reach that. If this is your first time tuning in and you're wondering who is this woman uh, and how can she tell me about goals, guys, I, you know, from the last 25 years, I've been a business owner. So I tell people I made six figures, lost six, six double whatever figures, had mistakes. And I, if I can shorten your time frame for creating success, it would be amazing. I'm from Akron, Ohio. I always say I grew up shy and sheltered in church basically six days a week. My mom was a minister, dad a football coach, 
I lived in the DC, Baltimore and Boston and Pittsburgh area in my twenties, um, left home and made that happen. I'm also an author and international coach and trainer. And I just call my, you know, God just uses me to help people to get what they desire out of life and out of their business. I'm an auntie to many, not perfect, but one thing I have done is set a lot of goals, taken a lot of action and hit, and hit a lot of goals and also a financial advisor. So you get the benefit of us helping you with that. And real quick, you can also pick up our book on Amazon. We have um, Bible Business Secrets. So you can pick that up on Amazon or you can get our Believe and Grow Rich Planner, which is a must have for this season in order to make things happen. You can get both of those on Amazon. And, you know, before I jump in, guys, I just want to invite you, give you the special invitation to join either our membership or our academy. You can learn more about those at BibleBusinessAcademy.com. So now, past the commercial breaks, let's go ahead and dive into how to set goals from love by faith for 2022. And just keep in mind and meditate on Proverbs 16.9. We should make plans counting on God to direct us. So I like to always give definitions from the Webster uh, Dictionary of 1828. So what is a goal, right? A goal is the point set to bound a race into which they write, um, may run. It's the mark. It's so, so it's where you want to go, where you want to get to. It's your starting point. It says the end or final purpose, the end to which a design tends or which a person aims to reach or accomplish. See, here's what happens. So many people focus on that goal. And if it doesn't happen when they think it should happen in their time period, they get frustrated. So what I want to teach you to do is fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the process because as we said, you're going to set the goals where God is going to direct your steps. So you want to be 100% comfortable and confident. Now you might not always be comfortable. You, we always say you got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable, but I want you to be comfortable knowing that everything that you go through, God has a reason for that. See, goal setting is a spiritual responsibility. Did you know that? Were you aware that goal setting is a spiritual responsibility? So when you're trying to reach your goal, you want to reach that goal from a spiritual aspect. And I'm going to share with you what it says in Philippians uh, 3, 12 through 15. And it like when you go and you look up the scripture online, it says trying to reach the goal. So what goal are you trying to reach? Um, so let me go ahead and read it here. It says, I don't mean that I'm exactly what God wants me to be. I don't mean that I'm exactly what God wants me to be. Okay. I have not yet reached that goal. So number one, you got it. Like when you, when you see here, what the word is saying, and it's like, okay. And, and, and I always say goals are in a season. So you have to realize what season you're in and know that your goals will always be forever evolving. So that's why it's important to set them often. Okay. But I continue trying to reach it and make it mine. That's what Christ wants me to do. It is the reason that he made, uh, made me his brother's 
made me. Brothers and sisters, I know that I still have a long way to go, but there's one thing I do. I forget what is in the past and, and try as hard as I can to reach the goal before me. So, so do, do whatever vision, whatever business, whatever goal, goal God put in front of you, number one, I want you to know that you're sufficient enough. You have enough. Wherever you start, he will, if he gave you the vision, he will give you the provision for it. And he goes on to say, I keep running hard towards the finish line to get to the prize. That is mine. That is who that is mine. So what your goal is, what your vision is, what your business is, that is for you. I don't care if somebody right next door to you have that exact same plan. It doesn't matter. You still will accomplish it if you let God lead you towards that. Don't force your way through it. Let God lead you towards it. And so I'm going to, you know, say a quick prayer for anybody who is watching this and the ones that he has sent here. There's a reason why you showed up. So make sure that you watch it to the end. And I'm asking God in Jesus name to fulfill all your goals and dreams for 2022 and beyond. Uh, he goes on to say, I keep running hard towards the finish line to get the prize that is mine because God, God has called me through Christ Jesus to life up there in heaven. That is the ultimate goal, right? To get to heaven. But on your way there, what are the other things that did he call you to do? It says all of us who have grown to be spiritually mature should think this way too. And so look, if you are watching this, then you definitely have, you know, faith in, and you believe in God because you wouldn't be watching this. You would have left a long time ago, or you're like, ah, I want to believe, but I'm not sure you're in the right place, right? Because you're exactly where you need to be. And if, and, and so as you spiritually grow and as you spiritually mature, you, it will help you to become who God created you to be. And if there's any of this that you don't agree with, God will make it clear to you. So you don't have to worry about anything that I'm saying. I'm just the messenger here. So the goal setting is a spiritual responsibility for your life to get you to where you need to be. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, with God's power working in us, he can do much, much more than anything we ask or think of. And this is why goals are a statement of faith. Whenever you say or think or want to do something that you, you have not done, especially when it's something that's so far beyond your degree, your pedicure, your pedicure, pedigree, your, your, your neighborhood, your family, all of that stuff requires faith. And without faith, y'all, it is impossible to please God. So why not set goals that you know that cannot be accomplished unless he is the one who can get that done for you. Matthew 9, 29 says, according to your faith, it will be done to you. If you have goals that you need to hit and you want to make happen, according to your faith, it will be done to you. I can tell you that every business that I've had, that it has come by faith. 
which I had zero idea on how to get started. I remember 25 years ago when I started my first business, I was in corporate America. I think at that time I was making like 60 something thousand a year or something like that. And I left that job after 90 days of an idea. And I'm not saying that you should do that, right? Of an idea coming to me to say, hey, you were called here to have greater things in life. And so therefore you got to give up something. And we're going to talk about that in order to get something. And But the most important thing, you got to have faith to see you through. Matthews 9, 29 says, according to your faith, it will be done to you. So guys, when you set goals, when you write them down, when they're so much bigger than you, that it just, you know, you have to take a step back and be like, whoa, can I do this? It requires faith. And that faith, you trusting in God, it is what pleases him. Goals focus your energy. It helps you to go where you need to go. It gives you the energy to jump out of bed and do things that you want to do. It gives you the, the, the energy to keep going Instead of working that nine to five, it gives you that energy to keep going until you get it accomplished and to make it happen. In 1 Corinthians 9, 26 says, so I run like someone who has a goal. Are you running like someone who has a goal? Are you doing something different? Can people look at you and see that you got someplace that you got to be and that you want to be and that you're making money moves, that you're making faith moves, that you're you're making that you're doing things that are way beyond are people saying who do who does he or who does she think she is that they can do this that means that you're running like someone who has a goal i fight like a boxer like boom boom are you fighting like ali you know sting like a butterfly fight like a bee however do you know like whatever he says i fight like a boxer who is, who is hitting something and not just the air so that means that you're hitting something that is just not like the air. You know with a hundred percent certain exactly what you need to do. That gives you energy. That gives you drive. That gives you that extra oomph to get up and go get it done. See, goals will keep you going when reality makes you think it's time to stop. Goals will make you do things and, and accomplish things that you it just don't make sense to the natural eye and to other people as to why you're doing what you're doing, but you just keep focusing on it. Job 6.11. I mean, like, man, if you guys know the story of Job or you read that, that right there will eliminate every excuse that anybody can have when something happens to them. So I'll definitely go read that book of Job. And I promise you, you'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll have no, no excuses. I'll have no excuses to stop. See, when you you could be just right there, you could be close enough at that one problem, that one challenge can wipe you straight out. But today, y'all, I want to say to you, no matter what it is, no matter what comes your way, no matter what seems to want to stop you, I challenge you to keep going. In Job 6, 11, he said, with my strength gone. So sometimes as you're building your business, sometimes as you're, you're, you're making things happen, you don't have any more strength. You are exhausted. You're worn out and you have no hope to go on living. That's what he said there with nothing to look forward to. Why should I be patient? So when you find 
find yourself in that situation, that's when it's so important to stop and get in the word, go to God, get around people who are also pursuing goals, get around mentors and coaches and trainers and tell them, hey, I feel like quitting. I feel like giving up. I'm at that stopping point so that they can help you and give you what you need in order to keep going. You have to be surrounded by a group of people who will help you keep going. And even if you don't feel comfortable or you don't know anyone that you can trust yet that will see you through, uh, keep your trust, encourage you, go, go to the word, go to God's word. And I promise you, it will give you what you need in order to succeed. See, goals build your character. It helps to grow you. It it helps to, to like, I, you know, I tell the story of how in 2008, when I lost everything and I moved back to Ohio after being being in business for myself over 13 years. And I still remember that moment when I said I quit, right? I remember that moment when I'm sitting in my room and I'm like, I quit. I had just lost my house. I lost my car, my Mercedes, my business, you know, my, my reputation, everything to me in that moment was gone. I was devastated. But guess what? It took me of coming back to my hometown, working for the bank for a year and a couple months. And it was about literally probably about five to six months into that journey that I it snapped. And it's like, girl, what are you doing? You were born to do great things. And I took back control of my life and my decisions. And guess what I did? I set some goals. I began to sit down over the next 90 days. And I, as I say, I planned my exit strategy. I was like, you, you are not psychologically employable. You are not living up to what God created you to be. And I sat down, I wrote some game plans, I wrote some goals, exactly what I needed to do, what did I need to make happen. I left that job after a year and a couple months. Six months later, upon leaving that, I went over six-figure income. Why was that? Was that me? No, that was not me. That was the goals, that was the faith, that was the determination to become more than than I was and to not let my situation determine who I can become or what I can do. So now I've had more setbacks, more challenges, but I handle them completely different just because of going through that situation and getting stronger in my faith and my spirituality. So no matter where you're at, guys, I share that story not to impress you, but to impress upon you no matter how bad it seems. That's why I want you to go read Job, right? No matter how bad it seems, no matter how challenging it gets, you can rebound. And then once you start going through stuff and you get through stuff and you accomplish things, you will have your character will, will rise so high that whatever you, the faith that you have in order to accomplish something, 
you will keep going. You will make it happen, not because you can, but because you know the God within you and the promises that he has and what he says is why it will happen. And that's where reading the word every single day and night and meditating on it, you know, in the morning, noon and afternoon and knowing what he said about you. When you know what he said about you, you know that no circumstances, no nothing can stop you. That builds your character. It's all about trying to reach the goals and then reaching the goals. It says in Philippians uh, 3.12, it says, I don't mean that I'm exactly what God wants me to be. I'm repeating that, right? I don't mean that I'm exactly what God wants to, me to be. I have not yet reached that goal, but I continue to trying to reach it and make it mine. So you have to continue to try and reach it and make it yours. It is for you. He had that plan for you before you even arrived in your mother's womb. Are you you going to continue to try and reach it and make it yours? That's the question. That's what Christ Jesus want me want me to do. That's what Jesus wants you to do. He wants you to become all you can be. He wants you to have the best in life. He wants you to live life in eternity with him. This is what his desire is for you. It is the reason it says he made he, he made me his. That's the reason why he died for us. That's the reason why he sacrificed his life so that we can have life. So throughout this life, whatever we do, let's do it to honor him and while you're doing that, it's going to build your character. Goals are rewarded. So anytime you set something, y'all, you're going to get reward. It's no different from if you say to your kids, if you get straight A's or your grandchildren, hey, we're going to, you know, give you money or we're going to take you on a vacation. I remember like the kid, my nieces and nephews, uh, when they were, uh, when they were young and we would go on different vacations, they were still in school. Goals were like their, 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 uh, grades were a goal, but I also would have them read, uh, uh, inspirational or motivational type book. And they had to write a book report on it. So goals were there. That was their book report. That right there was what paid for their trip. In order for you to go on a vacation with me, right, your auntie, then you had to read a book and you had to write a, a, a book report on what you did. Why did I do that? So that it was a reason, a reward for them doing something that I know they didn't want to do. They didn't want to read a book on self-development, you know, like in the sixth or fourth or fifth grade and beyond. But guess what? It developed a habit in them. It, it helped them to 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 want and desire more in life and to make things happen. In 1 Corinthians 9.25, it says, all who compete in the games use strict training. Use strict training. If you're competing in the game of business, if you're competing in the game of excellence, it requires strict training. You can't just happen your way there. You're going to have to do the work and make the sacrifices necessary. It says they do this so that they can win the prize. Like, listen, 
If you're going to play the game, play the game to win. If you're going to play it, play it to be the best. Don't just half do it, do it all the way. I don't care if it takes you 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, however long it takes to make it happen. You want to stay excited and get the reward. What good does that make for you to start something and be that close because of a little hiccup or because something? and stopped you, stopped you or something came in your way to quit. No, winners never quit and quitters never win. So you got to keep going. One that, uh, and it says they do this so that they can win a prize, one that doesn't last, but our prize is the one that will last forever. So what it's saying there is that as you're here on earth, you're setting goals to get that reward and building that business so you can have fun, you can have freedom, you can share, you can give away. That ain't going to last you forever. But the best goal that you can set and you can have, as I get chills of just saying that, is the goal of having eternal life. So as you're doing your goal setting, make sure you understand the number one goal that you definitely want to have. And so I hope that brought you guys value in that guys and, and again before i go into this next section on six questions to ask yourself about your goals if you have questions if you want to know how to build a business using biblical principles and understanding marketing and sales and advertising, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. You can come in through our academy and also our memberships that we can help you with that. So let's dive into this next section. Let me know what was your biggest aha moment? What value you got out of that first section? And then we're going to close it out with this section. And we got six questions to ask yourself about your goals. Number one, will this goal honor God? Are you doing something to honor God? If not, he ain't going to be there with you, right? So you got to ask yourself this, will this goal honor God? Are there goals that don't honor God? You better believe there are goals that don't honor God and I'm, or there are businesses that don't honor God. Um, if you are in, in you know, sex trafficking business, I don't know, whatever, that ain't honoring God, right? If you, if you are doing something that is not in alignment with the word of God, it's not a goal that you can use these principles on, right? And some of you are probably saying, well, then how come some of those people hit those goals? Because that's, God gave us free will, right? And, and part of the, the philosophy of life is if you work hard at anything, you can accomplish anything. So some of you might be saying, well, you don't really need to honor God or you don't really need to be in be spiritual or have God in order to accomplish his goals. No, you don't. Okay. But let me tell you something that will happen in that when trials and tribulations come at you, it is like it torments you. It haunts you. It makes you do things that you wouldn't necessarily do in order to get that money and make things happen. And that's not what you want to do. So if you want peace, if you want understanding, if you want the comfort of knowing even through the trials and tribulations that you face that God always got you always think of 
the three Hebrew boys who said, you can throw me in the fire. You can do whatever you want. And if God save us, great. And if he don't, great. But guess what? We're still going to praise him in the fire. And so that's why you want to make sure that your goals will honor God. First Corinthians 6, 20 says, God paid a very high price to make you his, his life. Okay, so honor God with your body, honor God with your business, honor God with everything because he paid a high price. Are you willing to pay that high price if it comes to your children? You know, are you willing to give up your life for your friends, your neighbor? That's what he did. So if, you know, the least we can do is honor him with that. We can never repay him for what he has done. First Corinthians 6, um, uh, 20 is a repeat there. Okay. Second Corinthians 5, 9 said, we make it our goal to please him. Like every day that you wake up, make it your goal to please God. One of the things that I say when I wake up, I'm like, good morning, God. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. What is it that you want me to do today? Did I always say that? Absolutely not. But let me tell you, from saying that, I start to hear and do and be more of what God wants me to do. But like, it said, I, I'm not there. I'm not where we, where I want to be, but I guess what? I'm not looking behind and I know where we're going. He has directed that step. So I'm excited every single day to wake up and say, use me. Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? And how can we honor you? That's another thing that you can add to that to help your goals to happen. And the second thing you want to ask yourself, guys, is, is this goal motivated by love? That's why the title is you got to set goals. People talk about setting goals, but most people set goals for a selfish reason, for something that they can get for their game. But what about, is this goal motivated by love? Because love is everything, right? Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for God? See, because when you do it for God, you don't quit on God. You'll quit on you, but you don't quit on God. And he wants us you know, you when Jesus was challenged, like, what, what is it, you know, of all the commandments, what, what, what is it that should I know? He said, love, love God with all your heart and soul and love thy neighbor as you would love thyself. Right. And then a lot of people use the scripture about the rich man. And, and when he said, okay, well, I, you know, all the commandments that are out there, I've done those since I was a youth. And he told him, okay, go sell everything and, and, and follow me. And this is where people think, oh, well, if you're rich or if you're wealthy, you can't be of God. No, but you got to read on, right? You can't take a scripture and take it out of context. What he was saying there is, you know what? It's not, because then the disciple said to him, well, man, well, how can we get in? If he can't get in, if this can't happen, how can we do it? And he said, with God, all things are possible. So you can be rich and wealthy and make it to heaven and have a great life here on earth. What he was saying is that you got to understand. And it goes, you know, I can't think of the scripture, but there's another one that says that the ones who left homes, mother, brother, sisters, and whatever for the gospel. And for my sake, they will have great wealth and prosperous stuff. And I'm paraphrasing in my own words here, here on earth and in heaven. So you got to know how all of this comes together. But everything we do is centered around love, 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 love. Everything we do is centered around love. 
1 Corinthians 16, 4 says, do everything in love. Not, it wouldn't would say everything, then do some things. No, it says do everything. So everything that you do, do it in love. And so when you operate from love, you can't be selfish because it's not about you. You think about the other person. You have empathy for them. You care about them. You care about your clients. You care about the people that you're serving. You care about, you know, your fans or the people that you have, whatever the case you care about them. It's just not about you and the things. First Corinthians 14 and one said, let love be your highest goal. I mean, wow. Isn't that an awesome goal to have? Let love be your highest goal. That's like, is this goal motivated by love? So I want you to ask yourself that about your goal. Then the next one will, I think this is number three, will this goal require depending on God? You know what? Like, do you need God? And we always say, you know, he's God says without faith is impossible to please him. So if it's something that you can do on your own and you don't need God and it's not something out of your your education, something out of your experience, something out of your background, something out of your neighborhood. If it's not that big, you don't need God. You're not dependent on him. You're dependent on you, the natural uh, and, and you got to set goals that depend on God, that they're so big that the only way that you can make that happen is that God has to give you the energy, the strength, and the ability to create that goal and to create Well, Proverbs 16 and 9, 9 says, people can plan what they want to do, but it's the Lord who guides their steps. So if you go in knowing I'm going to plan this. God, this is super big. And he said, I'm going to give you what you want and the desires of your heart if you seek him. But I need, I can't do this without you. Like, that's what you need to say. I can't do this without you. I need you in order to make that happen. And the moment your thought says, oh, yes, you can make that go bigger. Go back to the drawing table, write a bigger goal, get into his word and so that he can help you with this. The next one is, do you need God's spirit to empower you? So God left us a helper, the Holy Spirit. This is why I say, okay, good morning, Holy Spirit. What is it that you want me to do? And guys, let me tell you this. You will begin to discern when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Because I used to be like, how they know when the Holy Spirit is speaking to them? Is this real? Like I, I, you know, I grew up in the church and I saw people fake it. And I saw people who actually made, I saw my mother get healed of cancer when I was eight years old. So I knew God was real. I knew that miracles were there and did, you know, with blessings, we were raised in a family with love and giving and like, so they, they, by their works, they showed their faith. Right. So I knew that, but I also knew that people fake it. Right. So I just want to say to you that as you begin to meditate, as you begin to study, as you get deeper, you will know when God is speaking to you. So don't let someone else, and I did this for years, don't let your experience or your situations or someone around you or someone who says, you know, they're saved and they're of God. Don't let what they do stop you from becoming who God said you should be. Because even in the Bible, it says you, some of you, you know, when it gets to the end time, you'll be like, but God, you know, didn't I do this for you? Didn't I cast demons out for you? Didn't I, you know, heal? Like, didn't I do all of this? And he said, get behind me. You did not know me. So don't let someone else's life 
determine what you do and keep you from God and keep you from your goals. And, and Zechariah 4, 6, he said, this is the message from the Lord to Zerubbabel. Your help will not come from your own strength and power. How plain can that get? Your help will not come from your own strength and power. No, your help will come from my spirit. This is what the Lord All-Powerful all says. So you have to understand your help ain't coming from your strength, your power, your degree, your knowledge, your experience. It is coming from God. When you seek him, when you all out, lay it on the line and say, okay, God, I am working for you. You are my CEO. You are my father. You are my guide. I am surrendering and following everything that you tell me to do. And if you have a thought, guys, and you don't know at this time where it's coming from, just read it in the word. If it's there, then you can confirm it. That's how you confirm it. You don't need another person to confirm something for you. Find it in the Bible. Here's the great thing. You can pick up your phone and, and you could say, hey, uh, Siri, Google, who, Alexis, whatever, find me a scripture about whatever it is you want to confirm and know that it's the word speaking to you. All right. You don't need people. You need you need the word in order to make that happen. The next one is, do you need God's word to guide you? Joshua 1a says, always remember what is written in the book of the law. I just spoke on that. Right. Speak about the book and study it day and night. Then you can be sure to obey what is written there. If you do this, you will be wise and successful in everything you do. Let me repeat that last time. If you pick up God's word, if you read God's word, if you meditate on God's word, if you know what it is and you obey what is written in there, it says what? If you do this, you will be wise and successful in everything you do. So that means that business, you're going to be wise and successful in whatever it is you do. It says in everything. It didn't say some things. It didn't say maybe just, you know, this business, but not this business that in everything you do. So it's right there. You need God's word. Like you have to ask yourself, do you need God? Like when you set that goal, okay, do I need God's word to guide you? This is where Bible Business Academy comes in because uh, this was my business idea. I, you know, I always tell that story. God gave this to me. I was helping people build businesses, teaching them how to do that. But I did it, you know, my life on biblical principles, but I didn't teach that. He kept speaking to me to start this academy to do that. And I finally, you know, it took me a minute because I didn't believe in mixing religion and politics and all of that with business. But I finally surrendered. And let me tell you, since I have it, it's a, it has literally transformed my life and others' lives around me. And so I'm glad I was obedient with that. And so, and you don't know what he's taking you through how you're getting through it but as you get through it just ask yourself each day am i getting better did i learn something yesterday am i getting to where i want to be the next one y'all is do you need god's people to support you this one is so crucial do you need god's people to support you i'm gonna let, let me read the scripture and then i'm gonna talk to you about it in ecclesiastes 4 12 it says an enemy might be able to defeat one person but two people can stand back to back to defend each other and three people are even stronger they are like a rope that has three parts wrapped together it is very hard to break so if you want to build a business if you want to make that happen 
be with people, a group of people, at least three, right? You start with two, but at least three who also believe in the word. You know, don't be unequally yoked because, you know, what if they tell you to do something that is not in alignment with the, the, the word of God? Then what, what are you going to do? You, you're going to sacrifice your soul just for money? See, those are where the scriptures come into play. You like I I, I watch Jesse the planners a lot, and he always say, I don't do business with people who are not, you know, Christians who are not saved. And he said the reason why there's a scripture that talks about aligning yourself with people who are of the word. But when you do on top of that, when you do that, you know by your meditation and by doing what's right and by the word here it is in ecclesiastes 14 it says and three people are even stronger so if you're learning to build a business like i have mentors on here who i listen to and who i learn from uh, or who i go to see and now the the thing i used to look at is are they successful now i look at are they successful and do they have what i want and then are they doing it from god pretty simple right because i know if that person is of god and again you're not counting on that man or that woman to lead you, but you're checking the scripture to say to to back up what they're saying. So when I see that they're speaking from the word of God, when I see that is backed by that and they have the results to show from that, that's a person I want to be in alignment with because I know that everything we do will prosper. And that's the whole key. That's what you want to make happen. So guys, that was part two of understanding goal setting. And the final part we're going to talk about is your six steps to goal setting. So I talked to you about, uh, you know, is it for God, the reasons why you want to make it biblical. Now I'm going to share with you how to get it done. Here's the how to's, the last step of that. And there's six steps to goal setting. Number one is a CCMP. That is a clear, concise mental picture. You need a clear, concise mental picture of exactly what you want and what you desire. You want to fix in your mind the exact amount of money you desire, the type of business that you want to have, what it's going to do for people, everything you want to fix that in your mind. It's not sufficient merely to say, I want plenty of money and have that as a goal. No, you got to say, if you want to make a, a hundred grand or a, a half a million or a million, you got to put that number in writing. So for example, let's say that your goal is to start an online course or consulting business. And you're, you're going and you, your goal is to make a million dollars from that business, let's say in the next year or 18 months, wherever your case is, right? So that means that in order to make that happen, here's a okay, million dollars specific goal, right? In order to make that happen, and let's say you're charging $5,000 per session. So that means that you would have to have 200 people that you're helping in order to make a million dollars. That's 200 times 5,000. That's how you figure that out, right? So whatever your goal is, you need to break it down. Let's say you want to make a hundred grand. Your goal is to make a hundred grand and you're charging 5,000. That means you need 20 people, right? 20 times five, that is a hundred grand. So it like, you gotta like, let's just take the 20. You gotta ask yourself, 
yourself this. Can you find 20 people in this entire big world that have a desire that you can solve for them and help them with that desire. And because you're going to help them also with whatever they desire and whatever pain they're in, they're willing to pay you $5,000 for that. And you might be thinking, whoa, that's a lot of money, but think about it. People will go and pay schools, colleges, 40, 100 grand in order to make a hundred or less thousand by people who don't even have the experience of what they want to achieve. They just have the credentials and they have learned it from a book and they're just teaching you the practical things and what they learn from the book. But let me tell you, when you learn from someone who's been through what you want to go through, there's lessons that nobody else can teach you from a book that you're going to need to know and understand. So make sure that you have a CCMP, a clear, concise mental picture, and not just break that down by the year, but also break that down by the day, by the week, by the month, by the quarter, and also by the year. And then you take that and you can break it out further. And when you pick up a copy, of our Believe and Grow Rich booklet, you'll see that in there, it literally has a place that says today, the week, the month and the year. And you're gonna be writing that out every single day along with your, your, your meditating on whichever scripture you're meditating on and what your gratitude and you're grateful for. So that is super, super important in your goal setting. Number two, what will you give up to get what you want? Like if you like, for example, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose weight, you can't keep eating the cake. It say eat the cake, anime, but anime can't eat that cake if anime want to lose weight, right? So you got to determine the things that you want to give up. If you want to build a business, you can't, you know, instead of watching TV, you got to, you, you should be reading. You should have books. You should have a game plan. See, all of these things that people don't talk about, that's part of developing your character, de developing who you were meant to become and reading the word, all of this stuff, and you turn off the TV. We call it the idiot box. Turn off the TV, stop scrolling and looking at other people's timelines. Unless you're watching something like this, that's bringing you value. You, you, you like your phones. Most of your smartphones will tell you how much time you're spending on your social media site. Be smart enough to look at those and then delete those. Right? D delete that time that you're doing. Know exactly what you do. We don't have time to get into all. Of that but we teach you how to time block that's in that in that book that's in our lessons in our training how to time block how to get think more things done how what to give up in order so you can go up so you need to determine exactly what you tend to give and return for the money you desire. There's no such thing as something for nothing. You will not get something for nothing. The bigger, the bigger and challenging, the more bigger and challenging your goal, you have to set number one, you're going to need faith. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to sacrifice to attain it and to focus on understanding and achievement and do more than what you usually do. This is not about normal. Remember, you need God in order to make this happen. So you must take away your time 
time and effort from something else. You have to study. Like, and so instead of watching something or listening to music, study. He said, meditate on his word day and night. You can't meditate on the word day. Like if you, if you just meditate on God's word and read his word day and night, as much as you scroll on, on social media, your life has changed. <laughs> so try that one, right? Uh, the next one is uh, a, a part of that. We're still on number two. What you're going to give up to give it. See, it was so much. I had to have two page, two, two slides for this. Will you dedicate to this purpose hourly previous committed to fun activities? So maybe you can't go on every vacation. Maybe you can't go to every, you know, football party at the home. Maybe you can't go to every event. It's not, it doesn't have to always be that way, y'all, but maybe you can't do everything everybody else is around you is doing so that you can have the things you want. Maybe you can't have as much time with your friends and family as you want because you have to sacrifice in order to make that savings, in order to make that, reach that goal. Uh, are you saving money? Are you putting stuff away? When you go and download our Bible Business Academy, that free report that I talked to you about at BibleBusinessAcademy.com, it talks about the different types of money that you can have. One of those is a windfall money and on top of your savings. So are you doing that? Nothing comes from nothing, right? Nothing. Remember that song? Nothing from nothing leaves. No oh, yeah, you already know I can't say. All right. You must redirect most or all of your effort into, into, into the so much, whatever you desire in order to transform it into reality. You can't I say this all the time. Stop toe dipping on your goals. Stop toe dipping your way through life. Either you go all in, you're all in it to win it or don't go at all because you're going to be frustrated. It's like you take the great athletes. They went all in everything like they show up early. They go, you know, LeBron, Jordan, you can talk about all the greats. They were in the gyms before everybody else. If you're going to do something, then do it big. Don't do it small. You weren't meant to do anything small. You also, number three of your six steps to goal setting, you got to set a deadline. Establish a definite date when you intend to possess the money you desire. Put a date on it, right? And don't freak out if it doesn't happen on the date that you want it to happen on. What you do then and say, okay, God, I set this date. It was not in alignment with what you wanted because if it was, it would have, have happened. So what is it that I need to do so that I can be in alignment with what you want and I can get it done by this time? And then how long will it take you to reach that carved out goal? Only God knows that, right? You can set that date. You can ask him for what you want. But when you're ready, he said, wait, you know, be patient in your waiting. Wait for the due time. But while you're waiting and you're patiently, did you work? Did you do the things that you needed to do? See, by choosing a deadline too far away, you might feel that you have a lot of time on your hand for disposal. Success loves speed. You want to get it done you know, set that goal, go make it happen. Set that. It's like if you're baking a cake, you don't come mix the ingredients in that cake. And then you're like, okay, you know, two weeks later, I'll put it in the oven. No, because that, that, that mixture will not be any good anymore. And so a lot of times your goals that you have, you may set them, but you don't begin immediately whether you're ready or not to take action. And that is the key. You have to begin whether you're ready or not to take action and set yourself up with people who have what you want 
And at the same time, picking a day to close to the uh, to the moment of commitment might make you feel anxious and lead to early burnout. And you don't want that. But always evaluate carefully the amount of work you must do to accomplish the predetermined purpose and choose wisely the day of your success. Jesus has a parable that says, who of you would say you want to build a tower? Some verses say a, a, a building and you don't sit down and count the costs. You're not gonna be able to finish. And then they're all gonna laugh at you. He's not even talking just about money costs. He's talking about the sacrifice costs, the things that we're talking about right here. That is a biblical principle for goal setting that you can use in 2022 and beyond to make things happen. um, Number four, create a definite plan. Okay. So that goes back to the scripture that I just read, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you're ready or not to put this plan into action. I just said that whether you're ready or not, it's time to take action. Yes, it may be hard. It may seem simple. It may even seem stupid, but taking the first step is the hardest thing to do. You got to just get in and start making it happen. Go do the work. Go get, you know, take training, take classes, read books, read the word, surround yourself with mentors. You you need to know how much money you want to make. You also have to decide by when precisely that you want to make it and and the time to develop that plan to reach that goal. So for example, as I'm building my online businesses that will impact millions of people around the world and that our goal is ha- to have, you know, that faith-based business school that is transforming lives, I work Monday through Thursday from nine to nine. Everybody who knows me knows that's my schedule. On Fridays, because I have to take my mom to the store, I work nine to noon and then I'm doing little things in the car with her. And then on Saturdays, I'm going to work probably nine to four. That is pretty much six days a week, my schedule. And it has been for a couple of years. And it won't stop until I'm at where I want to be. And then we're setting new goals, right? Even in the word, it talks about you six days. God worked six days, took someone off, right? You you got to put in the work. You can't just show up and casually do this. Yeah. And there was some times that I pulled 24 hours. What are you willing to do in order to have what you want? See, a lot of you guys get started on stuff and it gets difficult or you have to read or your eyes get tired because, you know, maybe you're starting at an older age and you're not used to it. You get all these black circles around your eye. How do I know why? Because I've experienced it, right? Or you get frustrated and you quit. I laugh at my niece. She She's like, she's like, as old as you are, you be doing stuff and making things happen. I'm like, girl, I'm not old, right? Well, that's just, that's the number. You have to know what drives you. You have to know what moves you. You, you want to know how much money you want to make. You want to have to decide by when you need to make it and then put that plan in place. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be detailed. You can always add tasks and, 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 and tactics and techniques to it as you go. But guess what? You got to get in the game. 
you can't run a race if you're not at the start line, right? If the if the if they're gonna ding the bell, if the horses are there, but you, you don't have your horse there, they're not in the race. They're not in the game. Get in the game to make things happen. And having an idea of what is necessary to reach your purpose will help you to optimize your time and resources. That's where coming in and getting a mentor, getting someone who has what you want, like we do at Bible Business Academy. So you can make that happen. Number five of number six, we're winding it down here. Number five, write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time for a limit Name the time limit for its acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money and describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate it. That's called the business plan, y'all. You have to have out a business plan, but also on top of it, make it faith base. Your business plan should be based on faith. Once the plan is ready in your mind, write it down. We say, think it, ink it, write it down, write the exact amount of money you want to accumulate, write down the deadline, write down the steps that you're going to need to take to achieve it. So for example, if you join our academy, we give you a syllabus and that syllabus has all the game plans for you of exactly what you need to do. If you join our membership, the first thing you get is your 30 day game plan. You have a 30-day game plan of exactly what you need to do. So we did all the work for you. So it's either you're going to have to do the work or you're going to have to align yourself with someone who has already did the work for you. And then, see, this is the step. So most people talk about one through five, what I just talked about, but it's number six that gets you to where you need to be. We call it repetition. And that's the step that most people see. People will think about a goal. People will write down a goal and people will even set deadlines or they'll do something, but here's where they lose it at. Repetition. And repetition is this. You think it, say it, ink it, do it daily. Okay, daily. So here's what you do. You read your written statement aloud twice daily, at least twice. Once you wake up in the morning and right before you go to bed at night. And once after rising in the morning, as you read it, you got to see it, you got to feel it, and you got to believe you're already in possession of it. So it's not that you're just saying it. And and listen, when you first start seeing it, you're going to feel like, old, silly, and nonsense because you're reading all of this stuff out loud twice a day. But there's a psychological and biblical reason for this practice. So you got to make sure you do it. In our brain, we have what we call a reticular activator. It's a tape recorder. And it begins to replay whatever you say to it. You you ever think about a song or you think about a car or something, and all of a sudden it starts playing in your head over and over again. Whatever your dominant thought is, it plays in your head over and over and over again. Why not you purposely tell your mind what to think, tell your body what to do based on love, based on faith? Why not purposely do that? When God said, let there be light, guess what? There was light. So this is where the repetition, he said, ask and keep asking. Seek and you know you will find. Ask and keep asking. So this is why it's so important. And not only like when you begin, is yes, start morning and night and then get to the point where you're saying it like every couple hours. Set your alarm, like literally, In some situations, when we were training people, 
by the hour for like 21 straight days, we would have people read their goals, say their goals. Now you might say, Kathy, is that a bit obsessive? Yeah, it is. But guess what? It changed lives. It transformed lives. It made the difference. Why not do that? Why, why not? You, you pick up your phone every hour to check social media. Why not pick up your phone? Even You can even put your goals in your phone and, and read and say what you need to happen in your goals. So that is step number six. That is one of the most important ones that most people miss. So in closing, guys, I want you to remember uh, a couple of scriptures here. Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. So if we know that death and life are in the power of the tongue and what you say is what you get, start saying deliberately the things that you want to have in order for you to get them. Mark 11, 22 through 24 says, and Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received and it will be yours. So one of the things that you could like, just do what it says there. But in order to help you believe that, you can set up a dream day where you go visit you know, businesses that look like your business. I remember when we were getting our daycare started, I went over to another um, daycare and I asked the owner, I asked several owners, but it, it doesn't matter. You can ask several people. Most people won't help you, but some will, right? And I just happened to ask someone who was also a Christian, right? Help, and she helped. She poured and she gave everything that she had. So when I saw the vision of what hers looked like, it began to help me to create the vision. When you, when I, you know, we call it, um, hacking. When you go and look at other business, what they look like, it begins to give you a vision of what yours could, could look like. Don't copy it, but you can imitate it, duplicate it. And, and, and as you do that, God's going to give you other ideas that you can put on top of that to separate yourself from everyone else that's out there so that you can make that happen for you. And in final, y'all, in De Deuteronomies 8.18, here's what it says. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant. He swore unto that fathers into thy fathers as it is this day. See, way back before any of us was around, God already said, because you are descendant of you, you're going to get this. And so you have to understand it was already promised to you. It was already given to you. You can also take and get pictures. You can put them in a book. You can put them up on a vision board. There's a lot of things that you can do, but you have to see it. We used to say you have to see it. That means that see yourself already in possession of it before you actually possess it. So you have to see it before you can seize it in order to make that happen for you. God wants you to, to it says, be loved. I, he wants you to not only prosper, but also be in good health as your soul prosper, prosper and wealth and health as your soul prosper. So I hope that brought you value to start out your 2022 on the first business day of the year. And again, I extend my invitation to you to join us at Bible Business Academy so that we can help you 
start or grow your consultant, your course, or your online business and help you and, and even grow yourself and grow your character and help you to become who God created you to be. So for more information on our memberships or our academy, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. I am so super proud of you. It takes courage to step out on faith and become who you really were born to be, no matter which path you choose, whether it's with me or with someone else, or you, you start this business or that business, just know you come with us. We're going to support you. We're going to help you a hundred percent. And you can count on that. And on top of that, guys, we got a gift for you. We want to give you something some training and some little trinkets and you never know what it is but we have those for you when you join our academy or our our membership program if you got questions you can put them in the comments now or you can call or text us at one eight three three bible biz it comes right to my phone and i will be sure to answer those for you and get to those questions or email me at info at kathymcreynolds.com. I'm going to hop back over here and see if there are any questions. Hold on. <laughs> you know, this did it. Okay. So it, okay. There we go. There we go. Let me get back over here. All right, guys. Let me see if there's anything in the chat here. Okay, let's see. It says, we've got a few chats here I'm going to share with you. Uh, it says, welcome. Um, I would love, would like to have some, have some encouragement. Awesome, awesome. Let's see. I'm reading the, the chats that we have here. Okay, so someone is asking, how could I come across such groups? So go, uh, and they're coming from um, YouTube. So go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, BibleBusinessAcademy.com, and uh, download the information that will put you inside of our our, our business um, in our email list. And then you can join our group on Facebook. And we will also give you information on how to join one of our academies. Uh, and then someone said, okay, let's see. They, they have a goal. They have a goal to make uh, $20,000 per month. That's in another currency, but I'm just going to go ahead and use that one. Okay, great. So one of the quick things, if that's your goal, where, you know, depending on what you're selling, I'll just give you an example. If you're selling something for a thousand dollars, that means you're going to need 20 people to be able to help for that month to, in order to make that. If you're selling something for 5,000, that means that um, five times four, you're going to need four people in order to make that 20 grand a month. So we help you build those, build those things so that you know exactly what you need to do in order to make that happen. And, um, that one just, let's see, show that one. It says, uh, thank you for helping. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. I'm glad you stopped by and that we were able to help you out. So guys, I don't see any other questions in here, but I thank you for the ones of you who took the time to put your questions. And again, guys, if you're catching this during the replay, make sure 
that you still comment because I will go back and check out all of these comments that you have on here. And you can download a free report on how to grow a business with biblical principles by going to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. And if also you want to have a game plan in order to do that, let me, um, I'm going to switch myself up here. If you want to have a game plan in order to do that, get our Believe and Grow Rich. You can get this at believeandgrowrich.org. This planner right here will definitely help you do everything that um, we talked about in this class today. It is broken down and everything is right here for you. You can get that at believeandgrowrich.org or you can get it on Amazon. But if you get it through us, you get a little discount and we got some other gifts for you. And you can also pick up our book, Bible Business Academy, uh, uh, Bible Business Secrets. I was trying to see if I had a copy <laughs> around me. Oh, yeah, here it is. You can pick up this one, um, Bible Business Secrets. And in here, we talk to you about how uh, to how to unlock your hidden business secrets to success. So we give you biblical principles and also some mission marketing. So you can also get that at BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash book. Now, you can also get them on Amazon. But if you go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash book, we give it to you for free. All right. So. Guys, I hope that brought you all value today. And if you want to know more about joining our memberships or our academy, make sure you go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. I appreciate y'all. You have the best year ever. And we are here to serve you and to help you. All right, y'all. I will see you later. Bye-bye.